This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Brennan likes this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome back, wrestling fans, pro wrestling fans, sports entertainment fans. And you are back, and you're listening to Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You could be listening on a boat. You could be listening with a goat. You could be listening here or there. You could be listening everywhere. We just had to do it since it's Dr. Seuss's birthday. But thank you very much for listening. Thank you to Ring Rope Rebellion for making our great music you can follow them on twitter at ring rope rebel you can follow them on youtube also was that may i have your attention please i've just received an email from the anonymous general manager have i no okay anyway you can follow us on twitter at marking out we tweet live during raw we tweet live during smackdown never during impact sometimes during pay-per-views during ring of honor all that good stuff. Also, our great logo, forgot to mention, by our broski, at bwing411. You can follow him on Twitter if you need banners, graphics, anything like that. Let him know. He will definitely help you out. We have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash out. Continue the pro wrestling talk there. Dave puts every episode of Rinka King and FCW up on there. So if you guys don't live in Florida or don't live in India and want to see good, great professional wrestling, Go over there and check it out. And last but not least, markingout.com, where you can find all the episodes, you can find pictures of us, you can find all of our supporters, and also, in addition to that, you can go on iTunes and subscribe. Leave comments. We don't have two Marking Out podcasts anymore. There's only one, and there's only one Marking Out. My name is Chris. I'm here with Dave. Dave, how are you doing today? All right, let's get it straight. It's Dave the Rave that all those skank juice chuggers crave. Skank juice. Shout out to Leslie and Cordy, and don't you worry, we're going to party LMFAO style later on tonight. They're coming to Nassau Coliseum soon. Did you pre-order your tickets with those skank juice chuggers? Not yet, not yet. Okay. I do plan on uh, getting VIP access, though. If you want that, the pre-sale code. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I keep getting fucking emails. I don't want to see LMFAO. God. (laughs) Yeah, I got like four emails emails yesterday but anyway um we're also here with the county montefisto the blue dragon cousin brandon 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 armando galarraga ginger mahal how you doing brandon just cut that shit out already what is that um price is right no family feud yes no but seriously i am doing awesome as always on this wonderful purple and black and blue and yellow and red morning yeah must be very stoned yeah, man. Or what, how many tabs of acid <laughs> no, have you taken look, today? I was just looking around my room and naming random objects that were yellow and purple and black and blue and red. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a dreary day as we record this, but uh, hopefully we'll, the sun will be shining soon. And the sun will be shining in Miami, Florida for WrestleMania 28. And I the, think they get it. What? <laughs> I think they get it by now. Who gets it? We're going the to WrestleMania. The people that are listening to us. What do they get? That we're going to Wrestlemania. We are going to Wrestlemania but there's a lot of other things happening besides us just going to Wrestlemania. I mean Ring it, of Honor, Dragon Gate yeah. Evolve. Evolve, no. Sorry. Evolve is in Toronto. I'll yeah. suck a dick for that one. No. I don't know why I said suck a dick. <laughs> well, now we have you in audio recording saying <laughs> yeah. that you would Can't wait to hear that chopped up. To chopping, chopping. Are you serious? I'm going to bump up the audio on that one. 
It's going to yeah. be great. All right, well, let's talk about Monday Night Raw. You know, leading up to WrestleMania, start the show off. It's supposed to have the rematch from the match last week between Daniel Bryan and CM Punk, which was then went to, you know, a double, I guess you could say a double pinfall. Yeah. Yeah, double double pinfall. And <laughs> Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. No, that's what it was. Um, which then leads to maybe the, this could be a running for promo of the year between CM Punk and Chris Jericho. Just back and forth. Um, you know, Chris Jericho saying he's the best in the world of everything that he does, whereas CM Punk is the best wrestler in the world. Now, I'm going to actually argue with that one. I think it affected me a little bit more because I was so excited that Raw was kicking off with an actual match as opposed to a promo. So when the promo actually uh, went on, I really wasn't into it. I couldn't get into it. I was more disappointed that it wasn't a matchup. I'm going to actually disagree with you. Okay. And <laughs> how many times have we seen a match to start out Monday Night Raw? Like, come on. You should barely, have known they're not no, going to do No, barely ever. That's why I was really excited. You should have I was known hoping. they weren't going to do a third match again. I was really so hoping soon. to see that. Well, but I'm, I'm just disappointed in the fact that Chris Jericho doesn't claim that he's from fucking – Long Island, like he is. No, he isn't. He's from Canada. Yeah. That's already. No, he's yes. not. Okay, no, yes, he was born. Like he was. Store. He was born. Manhasset. In Manhasset. Yeah. But he was grown up in Canada. You, you watch. Not, yeah, you, you watch. Not. You watch the Rock DVD and tweet about it at BTTG. He's from Winnipeg. You one idiot. six one. But you didn't watch a Chris Jericho breaking the breaking the code. I watched that, and Chris Jericho's from Long Island, New York. Canada, whatever. Not, not nothing we could talk about. Canada, have- Long Island, same thing. Come on. Dave, no, it isn't. I, I should, you- I should. You should be banned for saying such a thing, <laughs> a travesty to us, as all of our Canadian listeners stop listening. But I have to rebuttal on I you, like Dave. I like their Nestle okay. Kit Kats. Um, I thought. I was excited to see Daniel Bryan and CM Punk. Don't get uh-huh. me wrong. I'm always excited to see them. And they put on a great match, but there was other underlying causes that go into that. But seeing a Chris Jericho, CM Punk promo, and I have said it on the show before that these guys could put a promo on and I will be ecstatic. And I was ecstatic. I was so pumped up for this match now. I'm so pumped to see these guys wrestle. Best in the world versus best in the world. And every, but both of them had very valid points. Whereas Chris Jericho said that he's the last of a special breed of guys that cut their teeth all over the world. You know, they didn't give it. They didn't give to uh, to shits who care who like didn't like what they were doing. They always went out and stole the show, and they were better by it. Whereas CM Punk said, you know, he's the man. He's the best in the world, and he's the man. You know, even when and he made a, a great point when. Chris Jericho was the WWE and World Heavyweight Champion at the same time to be the first ever undisputed champion. He wasn't the man. Stone Cold and The Rock were. Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H, they were all like more higher up and they had more popularityism. Whereas now with CM Punk, he is the man. Everybody loves him. Everybody's buying his shirts. Everybody's behind him. Crazy CM Punk chants. So I'm excited now more for this match after this promo got out of the way because now I just want to see fighting. I think I think when we do look back in 10 years on this moment in wrestling history, the man will still be John Cena like it was The Rock and Stone Cold. I don't think it'll be CM Punk. I think that more people 
Uh, yes, you know, John Cena, John Cena is the face of the WWE. Yes, we can all agree on that. All three of us can agree on that. But I feel that people kind of more cling towards CM Punk because he's more of what modern society is. Tattooed, doesn't give a shit, you know, you know, bearded, you know, a bearded culture. Yes, I know me saying bearded is weird, but if you go back 10 years ago, you know, the modern norm was everybody to be clean shaven. You go into like a business society, everybody has to be clean cut and shaven. Now you're seeing more of those people walking around in those suits, sporting a nice little, sporting facial hair, sporting something, you know, Oh, yes, different. that's true. Walt Disney World is now accepting people with goatees. There you go. Exactly. There you go. Bringing into modern society. So I'm hoping Mickey uh, kind of grows out a mustache. But do you, you agree no, with me? No, Mickey Pe- was already able to grow a mustache. Well, he's able to have a mustache now. The, no, uh, he was able to have one before. He's not able to have a goatee. Now he's able to have a goatee. And mustache? Whatever. It's okay. But I feel like people gravitate more to CM Punk, whereas when Chris Jericho was champion, people didn't gravitate towards him. They booed him. Even when CM Punk was getting booed, people were the other 75% of people were still chanting CM Punk's name. When was that? Like a few years ago in WWE? When he when he was with the when he was at the Straight Edge Society, yeah. Okay, right. so then a, top, a couple of years back. Because I think that's bullshit. Because I remember being a CM Punk fan back then, going to events and David sitting there cheering Jeff Hardy. I'm really? a fan of Jeff Hardy, but really, I was cheering what are you for talking CM Punk. about? Yeah, throwing uh, throwing Dave underneath the bus here, huh? Brandon yeah, likes making at up that facts. cage match. At that cage match we saw at the Nassau Coliseum. I think I was there for that. David ran down, and I want Jeff Hardy to win. Yeah, okay. You Try. did. Yeah, it's no, I definitely did. I did. Okay, so let's get to let's get to a question we actually someone posed to us on our Twitter at Market Out at just at uh, us. Do you think that this match can replace Savage and Steamboat for the best WrestleMania match of all time this year, coming up to being the 25th anniversary of Randy Savage and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat? Might I take this one first? If you'd like. I think Shawn Michaels and Undertaker did that three years ago already. Replace you? You you think that the Undertaker? Absolutely. Really? Uh, no, absolutely. as as wrestling match, not with like the storyline and everything like that. Yeah, absolutely. I don't agree with, with that. I think that it's possible that this match could take all all of it, take all the marbles. Yes. And but why? How so? Just because the amount of technical wrestling that's going to be put in this match. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the Undertaker versus uh, Shawn Michaels, which wasn't really that technical. It was more uh, spots and, um, r- I guess, wrestling moments. I don't know. With uh, you don't know what's go- uh, you don't know what's going to happen. And also, too, it was the streak, something that plays a hand yeah. in every. Yeah, but like that, there was still chance that you didn't know Shawn Michaels was going to. Oh yeah, no that that there's definitely there was definitely I do, a lot but of those I really do, there were moments where there was moments I, where there was a pinfall and uh, Undertaker would kick out and you'd be or Shawn Michaels would kick out and you're like oh my god I think I may have cried during that first match the, the first Undertaker WrestleMania was at <laughs> 25 yeah right? the first one was I think that's the bar that people should be looking at nowadays which no. I really do feel I really do feel that you don't think that. I no, I don't think. I'm sorry, think that's because, one of the best because, matches that WrestleMania has ever seen. 
I just I disagree because I feel like with Savage and Steamboat, there wasn't any outside interference in this match there like was, there was Savage Steamboat, which everyone seems to forget about. I know, but also too that like that played a part, and also too you know these guys, those two guys were at the prime of their career at the moment of that match. The Undertaker going to you know if this was ten years ago and they had the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, in, it wouldn't have been as good. I don't think. Exactly. But also, too, if these guys were in the prime of their career, they could have done a lot of other stuff that would have kept people talking. Yes, Undertaker and uh, – I almost said Undertaker and Triple H because I'm so excited for Hell in a Cell. I feel that Undertaker and Triple H – Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, excuse me. I told you. Too jazzed up. Undertaker and Shawn Michaels was good. It was definitely in the top five of WrestleMania matches, but I don't think it compared to Savage and Steamboat. That's just me. As again, everybody has their own opinions, the thing. Brandon's opinion is a little bit more heavier than everybody else's. A little else's. tainted. A, li- a, little, a little tainted by the Attitude Era. No, I'm kidding. Attitude you can say great. taint on the show? Yeah, you can say taint <laughs> on the show. Um, but for me, I feel like Jericho and Punk can definitely be maybe the best WrestleMania match of all time. I guess because only we, we, and, and that's what I, I didn't get to say yet, which I wanna I'm gonna hope for that too. I wanna see them take it take the fucking show, roll with the ball for the fucking years to come. Have every single person be like, that's the match that if you're breaking in right now, that's the match you should see. That's the match you should uh, study and learn and Thank, Get excited you, thank about. you, Professor Brandon. But as I was saying, I feel like both of these guys are technically sound. We know this. We know this for a fact that both of these guys are completely and utterly technically sound. So there's no doubt in my mind this match isn't A, going to steal the show, and B, B this can this could top Savage Team Boat. Now, do you think that there's going to be a little interference with Johnny Ace and everything? We haven't seen his we know that him and uh cm punk have their history they still well, we'll have, have their we'll food. have to see we'll have to see what johnny ace and, and johnny ace and tilo brown if they have a match of mania or not but it seems it seems that they're going in that direction i mean wwe.com said on tuesday that next week the roles are going to be reversed where teddy longs will be taking over monday night raw super show and johnny ace is going to be taking over friday night smackdown i think you the saw- way they did that was dumb yeah Okay, that's great. You saw that during the CM Punk Daniel Bryan match, you had Santino Morella sitting next to Teddy Long, and then you had David Otunga sitting with Johnny Ace. So, in my, and then these guys trying to get involved with the match. My personally, I think that maybe it could be Teddy Long, uh, Teddy Long, uh, Santino Morella with Teddy Long in his corner versus David Otunga with Johnny Ace in his corner. You make that a filler match in the middle of the thing, no one's going to care about it. I'm going to be going to take a piss break. It could have been Zack Ryder. It, it could have been Zack Ryder. It could have been Zack Ryder. You're right. But then well, he got that, bumped up to well, the US Well, this whole thing leads into the first match that was supposed to be Daniel Bryan versus CM Punk. Yeah. I feel like with that commentary with Johnny Ace, Santino, uh, David Otungo, I feel like that took away from that match completely. No. I had it on I, I had it on I had it on mute because I didn't oh, know. Like, well, I, I, I watched it I watched it a couple times. Well but I, um, um, I don't think that I feel like I couldn't get into the match. They kept on cutting to the commentary team. You would have uh, Daniel Bryan and CM Punk either in a about to uh, perform a move or set up something, and they would cut to the commentary team and not even show the wrestlers and this like uh, double uh, cameras. Yeah. I it, I feel like it okay. really took away from the match. Um, I I don't agree with you on that. Okay, I don't because if. 
you were a fan of the match like I was, and I thought it was a great match. I thought it was a great technical match. That you would be behind this match whether or not they cut to it. I was totally... I, I went back and I watched this match twice, not just because I was doing my great show prep as I normally do, but also because I... I was, you know, I was a, I'm sorry, I'm trying to like get my. You're a fan of both wrestlers. I was a fan of both wrestlers, and I didn't really care if they showed it because I knew once they cut back to the ring, there was going to be great wrestling, and they gave they gave it a, a, a great two segment match. You know, had their involvement as I er- said earlier before with Santino and Otunga trying mm-hmm. to come in and stuff like that, but then getting you know into it in the ring, and you, you got Daniel Bryan as the winner, but it wasn't it wasn't a fair win. Maybe down the road, maybe bragging rights. Maybe these guys will still be champions by the time of bragging rights, whatever bragging rights is. I don't know when they're going to change it. Maybe you'll have these guys in a champion versus champions match in some sort of gimmick where there'll be no interference. I don't think he actually won the match, though, did he? He won. He won because Sheamus interfered. But I don't think they actually said he was the winner, that he won by DQ. I think they just cut to the Tilo and Johnny Ace in the ring, and they completely skipped uh, over the fact of who won the match. Well, I mean... I know, but it's it's just it's just a confusing circumstance in general. Yeah, maybe we'll get into maybe we'll get a rematch with yeah, as I said with some sort of gimmick match. Yeah, let's get on to other things going on in Monday Night Raw. That's the tag titles where the tag titles were defended in a triple threat match. We saw Kofi and R Truth go over Apico and Primo last week, and then we saw Ziggler and Swagger go over Kofi and R Truth. So now all these three teams triple threat match. My question is, why? All right, I feel like it's the same thing with the IC Championship. How I've said where you have a lot of wrestlers that have main evented drop down to challenge for that championship. I like the way that you have R-Truth, Kofi, Swagger, and Ziggler, all who have, have competed on the main event level, wrestling for the tag team championships. I think it's going to help out that division. I think it's a good way to start building it. And the fact that Primo and Epico did pick up the victory on Monday Night Raw, I think it's it only adds to their champion their name as champions. I I don't agree with you at all because this is a match that they could have done at WrestleMania, you know, to highlight your tag team division. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm saying. Okay, so you had r Truth, so you had Swagger and. Ziggler go over Kofi and Truth. This week on Monday Night Raw, then you have Swagger and Ziggler go over Epico and Primo in a non-title match. So then both these guys have clean wins. So then the next week after Raw, you have Kofi and Truth versus Swagger and Ziggler, and then you have Epico and Primo come out, maybe some sort of distraction. There's no set winner. So then both the GMs decide that at WrestleMania, it's going to be a triple threat tag team match for the tag team titles. So you could have extended this. This is also another high quality because you know every single person in this ring, all six of these competitors can go. Dolph Ziggler even says it in his name. He's a show off. You could have had this match maybe be a show stealer, maybe overtop Jericho and CM Punk. I actually don't think it's over yet because you'd never know. Usos may get involved. We have hyped them up a lot, and <laughs> WWE has hyped them up as well. They could always get thrown into this and make it a four corners match at WrestleMania. I think there's, I think still, it's a under, there's still a WrestleMania, uh, a Monday Night Raw before WrestleMania that this could be added. If you want to actually showcase tag team wrestling, then put these tag teams on your shows. Don't throw people randomly together one week and then. Not not saying that it's a bad thing, but there are guys. I, we, I there there are tons of people, tons of tag teams out there that could be Hawkins Rex. on the WrestleMania card. Yeah, Hawkins and Rex. WrestleMania. Yeah, WrestleMania. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you, though. There's a lot of tag teams out there, but like I've said, I think that it's good to have these main event names in this uh, championship uh, feud. And then the, the next thing that confused me was at the end of the match, Kane comes in and just clears house. Where does this where does this fit in? Are they going into another storyline? They could I was, be. I was hoping that was going to be the Money in the Bank match right there. Well, one of the fans on uh, Facebook did actually write to us asking if we thought that it would uh, turn into a Money in the Bank. It's possible, but I don't see it. I feel like the Kane, you need somebody to come in and calm Kane, take care of Kane. I feel like this may be where Zack Ryder comes back. Maybe, but where do you see? Kane being right now if we were to book Wrestlemania where would you see Kane being in the Wrestlemania card I'm going to start off with Brandon I wouldn't be able to because I mean if you think money in the bank the where the where where Kane is right now he would have to win that but I'm hoping I don't know I don't know where Kane would be because if there's a money in the bank I'm thinking Miz is going to win get into that somehow win and then, boom, steal the show later in the night and win the belt championship. What do you think, Chris? Kane, he's got has to fit in somewhere because there have been – there's been a lot of reports and there's been a lot of talks that this year at WrestleMania that the WWE wants to break the Guinness Book of World Records for most masked people with luchador, wearing luchador Wait, masks. Wait, seriously? Yeah, you didn't hear this? That's what no. that's why they were so pissed off when Sin Cara got hurt is because they wanted him to they wanted to like give out Sin Cara masks at the door and then have the Guinness Book of World Records record for most most people wearing Mexican luchador masks in a single area. That, right now it's right now it's being Boston? No, right now it's being held by the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Oh, the by Angels the way, are- if you go to if you go to MLB Fan Cave, vote for Joey Ryan, he's in the final 13. Cheap plug. I think it's a Joey Meham. Joey vote. Ryan Meehan, yes. Yes, go vote for him. Okay. Um, all right, you guys said your piece. Um, I think Kane right now, right now he's Dennis Dampian, but I kind of feel like you can fit Zack Ryder in with Kane. They have a large feud going. Zack Ryder come back. I think it would be a huge victory. Underdog. Perfect win. But I feel like it's going to be more of a fe- He has more of a feud with Eve, where as – you know, we could see maybe that once he comes back. As in Zack Ryder comes out during the Divas match? Maybe Zack Ryder comes out or maybe, <laughs> maybe a mixed tag match. Zack Ryder and uh, uh, somebody of his choosing versus Eve and somebody of her choosing. Maybe well, she's going to be okay. Maybe she's going to use I, Kane to get back at Zack Ryder. Well, the good, I hope good it's thing not Alicia Fox. The good thing... The good thing is, Kane can be used in many different ways. You can have him in the Money in Bank. You can even have it involved with the Hell in the Cell. He Didn't you say you wanted huge, to use Kane one time? You have a huge um, match with the Hell in a Cell. Him and Undertaker have their their long, long history. He could always. But I involved. feel like I feel like that would take away from Triple H. Yeah, that would take that away, would take that would take away, and I don't think the WWE wants to do would, that. They don't want to take away from everything that they've. It's not going to be a good match. Built so. up. It could, but just less, like I was just, I'm just saying that Kane does have a lot of uh, potential matches. Okay, absolutely, absolutely. There, there's there's still things that you can do with Kane. We still got a couple weeks before WrestleMania comes out. Let's talk about the big, big part of Monday Night Raw, which WWE.com 
Com, I think, did a really good job of this. A couple of days after Raw, they put it was called the WrestleMania War of Words, where we had the Chris Jericho CM Punk promo of them bashing each other. And then we had The Rock come out. The first time we've seen The Rock in a while on Monday Night Raw, you know, coming out and explaining his piece, saying how he was born here in the WWE, you know, making things trend, boots to asses, you know, coming out and making... Cena, Kung Pao, bitch. Saying how he's used to hang, grow, he grew up hanging out around uh, the likes of Andre the Giant. Yeah, you know, so saying saying his piece and you know, kind of getting towards John Cena. Whereas we saw John Cena with that great promo last week, rebuttal him. But then we have John Cena come out, and John Cena. I think we all collectively, all three of us, Dave and Brandon, both on at Marking Out, and me on my personal Twitter handle, both said all three of us bam roasted. To the Rock because he was called out. You know he was called out for a having his cliff notes to his promo written on his wrist. Do you think that I don't he actually? First, I, 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 okay. I want to hear what Britton has to say. Well, I was going to say I don't think that's a bad thing at all to have notes on your wrist because even the greatest of comedians have notes. But okay, also too. Yes, okay, it's fine. But also, too, put it in your hands. That's easy. He's, he's holding the microphone just with bam. You know, he's switching the microphone. Go over the other hand. Also, too, I had – I mean, don't get me I, – I don't want to bash the cameraman. But also, too, like they kept focusing on that side where they could have tried to hide it so he didn't have to look at it. All right. Which, now, then, you know, which then presents the question that everyone yes, has been you saying. Know, you know the WWE is – Highly intelligent. The WWs. WWE. Do you the think WWE. that this was a plant? Do you think The Rock actually needed it? Do you, I think that personally? I think it was a plant just to get Cena a little bit over with the fans and get the all of his points that he has been making during his interviews. Solid. I don't think so. You know, I don't think this was a plant at all. And why? I was. This is why. Um, you know, after after the whole this whole promo and everything like that happens, um, I was looking. I was online. WrestleZone.com. Kevin Kelly, former. You know broadcast colleague of WWE now working with Ring of Honor posted an article about this sort of as it's allegedly called tape gate he made a lot of good points he said you know back in the day all the time The Rock like when you do backstage promos he would have pieces of paper right behind the camera mm-hmm. you know saying points and stuff like that that he had to use during his promos and the sunglasses too. and also too the, with, the, with the sunglasses as well you know he'd just be able to look right at the, the piece of paper and be able to see what he has to write so I don't think this is a plant at all and also too the way that he came off after John Cena said he's like I don't have to write things on his wrist he stopped mm-hmm. cold, stone cold not Steve Austin in his tracks and was just like what what do I do? And he was he was flustered after yeah. that too until he was able to you know cut the typical rock promo where he's like and I'm gonna lay this mask down your kid he asked blah blah and if you smell what the rock is cooking so I think this wasn't a plant at all I think this was just him called out bam roasted on the rock I don't know I think the rock is smarter than that you saw how many times he stuck his hand, that hand out where he has the writing I think he's he's a lot smarter than to just write something on his wrist and then put it out there for the cameras to see. I think regardless, that is- regardless, it took The Rock like 20 minutes to say what only took John Cena a minute to say. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. definitely. John Cena won that battle, that yeah. battle of the war. Checkmate uh, the John words. Cena. Now, uh, another, another phrase. Not, uh, not uh, checkmate. Chess. Just check. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't play, I don't play chess in the park well, with a bunch of old men like you do. Then. Okay. Whatever. 
um, quite a Facebook question. We're going to start integrating a lot more questions into the show now. So if you guys have any questions, facebook.com slash out or at, uh, at MarkingOut on Twitter. And we'll definitely answer your questions. One from a, a, a longstanding Mark of ours, Lloyd. He asked, was this the best or the worst rock promo of all time? I don't... I, I think I'm, the worst rock promo of all time was that fucking bullshit we got at WrestleMania 27. I don't, I don't think it was the worst, <laughs> and I don't think it was the best. I just think it, it just falls in there as you rock You know what it was for me? It was the most confusing rock promo of all time. You want to know why? Because of the fans. The fans were eating out of his palm. Everything. Yeah, I they were puppets. Yeah, puppets. Like, puppets. Like the, the cover of Master of Puppets by Metallica. It, it kind of looked like that, but the crosses were little little marks in the audience. But he got everything trending. Everybody's eating out of the palm of his hand. But then the second everyone's like all hyped up at John Cena comes out, the second he says he has, his, he has stuff written on his hand, dead. Dead silence. Dead silence. Go back and watch it again and... I was I was laughing. I was laughing like, oh my god. I'm like and then they were like and then all of a sudden he started cutting, you know, the typical rock promo stuff and they were puppets again, feeding out of his hand again, everybody's chanting Rocky, great one, boots the asses and everything like that. But I mean that's that's typical rock, actually. I know. I mean if you look back on the DVD they made a great point of saying this where when he was a heel and it was like die Rocky die and they were all booing the rock they would go ahead and be like, if you smell, and go with him and say that, even though The Rock was a heel. Of course. Cash, Why wouldn't you? I always fucking, did. Yeah, of course you did. You were like, Why make me you? famous, Rock. No, I fucking hated The Rock. I was one of those kids chanting, die, Rocky, die. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was never a Rock fan. Like, you know, like last year when he came back, yes, it was great. But then, like, as I've been seeing him a lot more, I realized why I wasn't a Rock fan. Yeah, I, I, I think it was I'm worth sorry. I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry, Dan. I'm sorry he's not the great one, the people's champion. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah I, our, our buddy Dan, that was an excuse. Like, Dan the Rock FMN. sucks. Nope. Nope. The, the Rock's the great one. The Rock's the people's champion. He has five moves. The Rock's the great one. The Rock's people's champion. Uh, first of all, The Rock is one of the best things to ever happen to this business. Debatable. No, it's not. Debatable. Nah. It's not debatable. Everybody has their own opinion. Everybody has and their own opinion. And Brandon's it's is not always opinion, correct. It's fact. Yep, absolutely. Fuck you. It is. All right, let's get to. All right, pal, let, bitch. Let's let's start. To, let's stop talking about sports entertainment. Let's start talking about professional wrestling. Right now, we have a couple of former guests, friends of the show. Alex Reynolds, John Silver, and the owner, promoter, and wrestler of Pro Wrestling Syndicate, Pat Buck, on the show talking about Pro Wrestling Super Show 2012. When we get back, we're going to talk about our full in-depth analysis and a lot of other professional wrestling because we have our excursion to Chikara and we also have Ring of Honor's 10th anniversary show. So when we get back, we're going to talk about all that here on Marking Out. Um, we are sitting here with Alex Reynolds, and he will be facing the tri-state champion, the premier athlete, to- the premier athlete Tony Nese, for the title. A guy that you are very familiar with. You know, we spoke about it in previous interview, the previous earlier in the interview, I should say, because we recorded this at the same time. Um, also, too, it's a championship match. So, how do you prepare yourself? A, this, this is just this card up and down is just. Stacked. Yeah, like yeah, it's it's pretty mind blowing. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Like mind blowing. Yeah, that they got this whole card together is just beyond my belief. And how do you you know it's it's going to be a packed house? How do you you know also too for this match? I know why you asked you about the Psycho Circus match. How do you prepare against a somebody that you're very 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 familiar with? And b also it's a championship match. Yeah, I mean the thing with uh, Nice and I like 
we always like as cliche as it sounds but like we really do bring out the best in each other mm-hmm. uh, and it really is and the whole thing with me and him it's really not like I don't hate him personally uh, you know like I don't know if you were like knew about like the previous PWS shows but like I just I would run in and fucking, yeah beat the hell out of him. Yeah, and this is and your like honestly like it's nothing personal. The whole thing started uh last year when PWS returned, like they started running shows again mm-hmm. in March and uh I, I emailed the booker. I was like, "Hey man, like you got any spots?" And he said like he was like, "Nah, man, like we're all full." And then Nice fucking texted me God, maybe 2 weeks later. He's like, "Oh, I just got booked for PWS." It's like, "Really? When did you email the guy?" And he's like, oh, you know, a couple days ago. He's like, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, so this motherfucker thinks he's like, like he needs is better than me, you know, like that kind of mm-hmm. deal. Yeah. And uh, and then like, so I had to sit home and like read the results and see that like Nice was in the main event of like his first show there, like with the company, and then mm-hmm. he wins the tri-state title, and like I had to hear, oh, you know. He took his opportunity and made an impact, and was like, "Fuck him!" <laughs> Taking my own goddamn impact, like, there you so go. I just hopped some rails and just beat the hell out of him. And, and, and it's now your... I'm just, I'm just gonna prove a point, like, <laughs> like you know, yeah, fuck pro- you guys, like, in my first match, I'll win the tri-state title. Boom! There we go. There and we go. I'm gonna make a fucking impact, and we will. And you know, to do it in on a card like that, you know, like. We're gonna go in like we want to stand out. Like you have so many names, mm-hmm. so this will be a good. No, I don't want to even say a test. Like it'll be good when you know, like we're gonna step up our game. I know I am. I know he will because we want to show everybody. Like okay, like I mean, obviously he's a TNA superstar, Man. but uh, like we want to show our like fuck. We can hang. You know, yeah. we can be on the same card as these guys mm-hmm. and fucking outshine them. Yeah. So. Amen. It'll, it'll, I'm really looking forward to that. It just like even the locker rooms looks like it'll be yeah. fun. Yeah. Is there any like know. particular match on the card that you're really looking forward to? Uh, maybe I'll try to like sneak a peek out of the uh, and the curtain. Uh, I'm not saying this because I'm biased, but uh, the Powers of Pain versus Buck and Johnny Silver. <laughs> I really just I and I've I've met Warlord before. He's probably one of the biggest people I've ever met. <laughs> And I just want to see him in the ring with Johnny. <laughs> it's going to be hysterical. That, and I'm really interested in seeing Psycho Sid and Matt Hardy. That's so, so am I. I'm just, I'm yeah. scared for Psycho Sid. I mean, I'm not scared for him. I'm just scared to, like, see him. Even that main event, the Cole Cabana and Sammy Callahan. That's going to be awesome. Like, I feel like it's such match. a clash in styles. Yeah. Like, it's just such a cool dynamic. Like, and both of them are just phenomenal. Yeah. So. Awesome, and it's also my birthday weekend. So, so uh, oh, if you're shit. gonna come, big presents. Oh. I will accept shots them. on marking out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there we it's go. Fine by me. That's the key to my heart. And also, we also have uh, PWS coming up. The Supercard 2012 is maybe one of the the biggest independent cards that you could possibly see in the Northeastern area. And you and your tag team partner, Pat Buck, the Lone Rangers, that was definitely an Airheads reference, right? Oh, yeah. He came up with He's like, oh, uh, we're going to be the Lone Rangers. I'm like, all right. (laughs) Facing the powers of pain. 
two ginormous guys. Warlord and the Barbarian. <laughs> Warlord and the Barbarian. Is there any sort of like intimidation factor here? Because these guys are, you know, ginormous. Big, big dudes. Yeah, there, there definitely is. Like, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of stuff I can do to them. And, yeah. But, like, me and Pat were like, oh, so you got any uh, ideas for uh, Powers of Pain? Like, mm, I have none. <laughs> like, <laughs> try not to die, I guess. <laughs> All right, we're back here on Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans, and we are talking about PWS Super Show 2012, and we're sitting here with the promoter, owner, and wrestler on the card, Pat Buck. Pat, thanks again for coming on the show this week. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks. Thank you guys for promoting me and my show nonstop. I, uh, I appreciate that. We're getting we're getting close. I think we're, what, like a couple, oh shit, we're eight days away? Yeah. All right. Eight days Jesus. away from the- Right around the corner. Right around the corner. So what's it like now? I mean, we, we've talked about you being, you know, working everywhere, FCW, OVW, and stuff like that. What's it like now being a promoter and putting together a show, just not just like a show, like the caliber of the show? I mean, we've spoke about it. Like Sid's on the card, Matt Hardy, you have Sammy Callahan, Cole Cabana, and everybody else and their mother. It's just, uh, it's, it's fun. I mean, there's things that are real headaches, but most of the time you figure out a way around them. And then there's always it's just trying to be as prepared as you can. I feel like this show, well, most things I do in in anything in life, like I try to be overly, overly, overly prepared. And I know I know there's going to be problems. You know, I got to be prepared for anything and everything to happen, especially with this caliber of talent coming in. I know there's going to be bullshit. I know there's going to be you know stuff happening, but I just got to deal with it and roll with the punches and know an exit strategy and never never lose my head and figure out, you know, the proper timing of the show, you know, what people really want to see, how to make the most of it, how to talk to talent, how to negotiate with talent, how to make sure talent's happy, making sure every little thing is right. And so far, like I said, going into this thing, I feel like I have all areas covered. Um, you know, promoting so far so good. Ticket sales are okay. I wish they'd be better. Um, but they're not bad. They're they're pretty good. I, I wish they'd be you know through the roof. Oh my god! But this is really a, a launch pad to what hopefully um, brings about bigger and better things. So it, it's been it's been fun though. Like I like being creative. I like being on the other side of the fence. People treat you a lot differently. I'm not saying people are buttering up, but I think they go, "Holy crap!" Like now now you're stepping into a different light. They know what I did here. And I feel like people are actually giving me like you know the validity, I guess, or the the nod, going, well, you know, if anyone can pull this off, pull this off, you can. Let's. There's there's a, a real genuine sense of excitement amongst my peers, amongst people on the show, and amongst fans, and that that I want to I want to capitalize on. I hope and it's true for me too. As much as I'm looking at this from a business thing, I'm genuinely excited. There's nothing more I want to do than just go to the event, have everything taken care of, and actually watch the show and experience that in that way. And as gay and cliche as it sounds, this is everything I got. It's my mini, my mini WrestleMania. So we'll see what happens. Is there any? I mean, we we we, we said the cards completely utterly, utterly stacked. Is there any match in itself that you're really really looking forward to? Yeah. Uh, quite a few. I want to see, and in different ways, I want to see what Sid and Hardy do. I really do. Matt, um, Matt's, Matt's phenomenal, obviously, but I want to see what Sid's capable of. You know, Sid had genuine excitement when we talked to him about, hey, uh, how would you feel about working with Matt Hardy? And he, he jumped at it, and he sounded very excited for it. So, and he said he wanted to, you know, he, 
you know, I don't know if I don't think he was bullshit because I can tell when someone's like, oh yeah, I'm really excited, but it sounded genuine. Like, oh, that that sounds great. I want to see that. I want to see the the chemistry of the two. I want to see if uh, it goes anywhere, or you know, based on Sid's past, you know, there's been times where he, you know, went home in two minutes. But let's see. I want to see maybe if something different happens. Let's and and if it doesn't, I'll call him out on it, or I'll, I'll you know I'll be honest with people. But I, I think that that's I'm really looking forward to see just to see what happens. Um, talent wise, like we got that scramble on the show. Some people that's what they like. That's what my partner Eric likes. Um, they're going to do an amazing job. I just hope no one gets freaking hurt. I think there's better ways to showcase them, but fans like that stuff. That's great. Sammy and Colt, I'm definitely looking forward for, uh, too. Um, you know, Alex and Mav, uh, whatever, Tony Nese, I've seen a billion times, but it's always good. It's, and I'm looking forward more to see that in a, in a sense where, um, people who've never seen them before can go, whoa, where these two guys come from? Um, Lynn and Moff, there's no real weak there's nothing that's too weak on the show. I mean, my match I'm looking forward to. I don't think it's not going to be, you know, something to write home about. I mean, I don't I don't know how long they've been out of the ring. Uh, I don't expect it to go very long. So, uh, I mean, it'll be fun. But there's, there's nothing I'm, I'm, there's nothing I'm dreading. There's things I'm, I'm anxious for and looking forward to in different ways. But there's a spot for it. I'm not being politically correct, too. I, I, there's different things. Like the Illinois kids for example, that are coming in, that my partner liked, that my partner booked, that he thinks are the next cruiserweight sensations of independent wrestling are going to be a really big deal. I'm going to watch to see if they shit the bed or not. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, oh, like, you know, I want to see how they, not how they do perform-wise, or how they're taken in from the crowd, or what they're, or what they're able to. So I'm looking forward in that aspect. It's, it's weird. There's always different, you know, I'm looking forward to see the Shockmaster just in costume. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to, you know, um, I want to see how Brittany and Rebby do, uh, and Spira, because, you know, they're, they're all different experience levels. We'll see what happens. It's just a shit show. There's there's so many. Autograph signing. Just walk by and be like, hey, there's fucking Papa Shango. You know, I don't, I don't know. It'll be cool. Yeah, so you mentioned your match before about Powers of Pain. How are you getting – are you ready for that match? I mean, these are huge guys. I'm ready for that match. Believe me, I'm ready for you. Ready they're, to they're defend your championship? Too. Yeah. Uh, you know – they're they're bigger dudes. I don't want to play the whole you know. Oh, they're so uh, they're they're enormous. Like if this was a real fight, they'd probably fucking kill me. But uh, but I'm definitely like my cardio's through the freaking roof. I don't imagine them doing wanting to do too too much. Like I said, I wrestled Barbarian in like 2003, and that was fun. But it wasn't like a whole lot of lot of movement. I'm gonna see how receptive they are because if they don't want to do anything. We're not doing anything, and. <laughs> But I think the fact that, hey, you're wrestling this guy and he's also the reason why you guys are here, you know, may, who knows? You, I'm, I'm going to set the bar very, very low. So we'll see what happens. I want to see what, you know, John Silver could do to the Warlord. I have no fucking clue. So I'm ready. I've actually been training like an absolute beast. Why? I have no idea. Maybe I'm just bored. So, but yeah, I'm ready. All right. Awesome. 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 And we'll be there March 9th in Rahway, New Jersey for... Pro Wrestling Syndicate Supercar 2012. Pat, we uh, thank you very much for being on the show, and uh, hopefully we'll get on Two and a Half Wrestlers, but probably not. <laughs> oh, yeah. How the fuck do we do? What is that? Six men? That's not a bad idea. Do a, think a, about a six-man show? Dude, we barely can do three without talking all over each other. <laughs> 
And we're back on Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Thank you very much, John Silver, Alex Reynolds, and Pat Buck for talking to us about PWS Supercard 2012. This card is just like loaded, 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 loaded to the gills. Everybody and anybody you expect to be on an independent pro wrestling show is going to be there. The Shockmaster is going to be there. The Godfather, Papa Shango, Marty Jannetty are going to be there. And then we also have the card itself. It's like, it's honestly, this is an event that I don't even want to consider an independent show because I've never seen an independent show booked as well as this was. Oh, yeah. It's it's, it's stacked like crazy. It, it It's like, I... I don't even like even the pre-show too. Like the big O, you know, a good friend of the show as well, is on the the pre-show in a in a four corners in a four man gauntlet match. With thanks for the fans. Yeah, thanks yeah, to the fans. All fan voting. Uh, the fans voted in the big O: Justin, uh, Justin Carino, Nick Brew Baker, and Bill Carr. Yeah, but we and know- then that yeah, that's just the pre-show itself. Yeah, we know who we're supporting in that one. <laughs> Bill Carr. Bill Carr? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um. And then he's named to say. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you, you have so many matches in there. You know, you have the PWS tag team titles, as both uh, you know John, uh, John and Pat spoke about against the Powers of Pain, which is going to be hilarious. Just seeing, you know, uh, John Silver versus uh, Powers of Pain is just going to be a match of itself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you have dream fights. You have Necro Butcher with Ox Baker. Dave knows all about Ox Baker. Oh, yeah. Um, versus, <laughs> oh, yeah. A big stop, a big boot. <laughs> versus uh, Sheik with Abdul the Butcher. Everybody in the thir- first three rows is going to get a hepatitis. I'm Abdul the Butcher. <laughs> yes, wear your gloves during that match. Uh, then you have another dream fight. It was supposed to be Davey Richards and Dan Moff, but you got Jerry Lynn, who I know D- Brandon's very excited about versus Dan Moff now. Yeah, I want to see Mr. JL. Any particular reason why? I just I've always been a fan of his except for when he was facing Rob Van Dam again in, in Impact Wrestling. Were you a fan of his back in ECW? Yeah, because that was actually one of the very first ECW matches that I saw was the Rob Van Dam and Jerry Lynn match from I want to say I don't want to I want to I don't want to look like an asshole here, but is it guilty as charged or you not? Look like an asshole. One of them something one of the Guilty as charged. Was it? Yes. Okay, 99 or Which, something? as we know, is one of the uh, best matches of ECW. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the, that was the, like, I think it might have been the first ECW. That was, just one, of the, that was just one of the best feuds of ECW is yeah. Jerry Lynn versus Rob Van Dam because they just were just awesome. And, and even when he was also in WWE, I was also, I just pulled towards Jerry Lynn when he was, like, the, the light, light heavyweight champion. Yeah, light heavyweight champion. Yeah, he had an illustrious career, and we'll see how we, uh, Faces off against Dan. And he never ages, am I right? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, he... <laughs> he still looks like he's 78. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have a nice... Uh, a stacked women's triple threat match. And I'm not just saying about their, <laughs> their hooters. Um, you have just a stacked... Just everything involved with this. Britney Savage, Rebby Sky versus... And Spire Andover. With the referee, Shelly Martinez. And then the She's ring announcers and... What? <laughs> Which is why the match is stacked. And then you have Angelina Love as your ring announcer. Like, how can you get more, like, off the chain? I'm going to have to keep, like, a handkerchief or something because i got to wipe up that drool. And you're going to have to keep yeah. a box of tissues next to you as well. I'm going to need Go- to keep a condom on and all that. <laughs> Maybe they, 
Maybe they could have Dave the Rave uh, manage one of them. <laughs> yeah, right? Not. Yeah. yeah. Dave the Rave can manage the fucking garbage can. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hi. Um, uh, a lot garbage. of other great matches on there as well. Uh, we spoke about it a couple weeks back, and we spoke about it with Alex Reynolds uh, on this show. Uh, Anthony Nice, who is, uh, you know, I found out this week is undefeated in PWS. Yes. Against, against Alex Reynolds, who this is his first match. So there's a lot on the line here. Oh yeah, Alex Reynolds been doing run-ins on Tony Nese for a long time. So now they're fin- he's finally going to get his match. The Tri-State Championship is on the line. It's going to be that could be the show stealer. Yeah, it could. That and, could. And may I may I say that at the last PWS show when Alex Reynolds ran in, that was uh, such a heated confrontation between the two of them. That's right. You were at that show, and we got you to review it. <laughs> yeah, for the and 35 minutes that he reviewed and this it. this happened. And this happened. And this happened. happened. And then like Carlito it. made fun of me to my face. Oh, then this is exactly word for word what happened with Carlito. Yeah. I hope you're entertained. <laughs> um, like you have that. Better. You have Sid versus Matt Hardy. Which is just a I huge match of itself. And also, too, I think that's a first-time ever match. Yeah, it's the first time ever. <laughs> I mean, you, you have you have Psycho Sid, ruler of the world, going against Team Extreme. Brandon Mark is going to mark out for this one. Matt Hardy. Dave's going to be. Brandon's going to be sitting there with his his Hardy hands up there. He's going to be yeah. Hey, no, I'm going to honestly. I'm Hardy going to mark. I, I'll mark out for I, Psycho I, Sid. I'll mark out for Psycho Sid. I've always been a Sid Psycho is your Sid. dad. Yeah, right. But I've always been a Psycho Sid fan. I think that he uh, his theme song just gets ring, you so ring, pumped ring, ring. from like the start to like it just gets how it pumps up and everything. I think that's going to be a great match to see. Um, and then you have the PWS Championship match with Death Machine, Sammy Callahan, the Callahan Death Machine versus Cole Cabana. Boom, boom, Cole Cabana. Cole Cabana. Uh, you know, two, I don't want to say conflicting styles, but two different styles. Whereas Cole Cabana kind of has that comedic, you know, yeah. British style of wrestling. And oh, Sammy. We've seen Cole Cabana. Oh yeah, we've seen him in a ring before. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you know, he's you know, but like you know, recently he's kind of honed his craft to more of that. As I as I just said, that that certain style of wrestling, where Sammy Callahan is like smash mouth balls to the balls to the wall, like. Everything goes. He's going to break your face in. Yeah, he's going to break your face and he's going to make you die. You know, it's a solid card. Rahway, New Jersey at the Rahway Rec Center. Uh, Also, too, we have a strong style showdown with uh, Brooklyn's finest, too cocky Kevin Matthews versus Eddie Kingston, who this weekend we actually saw at the NYWC Sportatorium defending his Chikara World uh, Grand Championship at Chikara Caught in a Spider's Den. Which was, it was, all three of us, it was our first time at a Chikara event. And I, I overall, overall thoughts of just being at a Chikara event. You know, we've watched every, you know, yeah. I, I have a, a, I got a you plethora. hooked into it. And then yeah, I got DJ a pl- Fat Pat helped me out with that. Yeah, I have a plethora about, of Chikara DVDs. How about I give my opinion first so I can get it yeah, out You of the just way. give everything first today, all right, Brandon. Just okay. give no, your opinion first so people know when to. It just wasn't for me, so. Right. I think okay. I get shot on after if I say Okay, it. okay, why wasn't it for you? I don't know. It was just I don't Cena know. Wasn't it was there. maybe too gimmicky, maybe? I don't know. But it also but, wasn't. there were some good matches, but <laughs> overall it wasn't for me. Um I can you know what? That's 
That's great. That's all. Maybe maybe it has to do with the fact that I started the show off with that fucking asshole coming up to me making a dick joke. Oh, props to Gavin Loudspeaker <laughs> if you're listening. It wasn't we, funny, we're, we're, like, we we no, were standing funny. outside. Brandon is bringing his own chair. Gavin Loudspeaker, the announcer of Chicago, also the host of Podcast to Go Go, just walks up to Brandon and just goes, "Hey, man." You're just gonna need the edge of your seat for. You're gonna just need the edge of that for your show. And walks and like starts walking away. And we're like, what the fuck is he talking yeah, about? Yeah, Brandon brings his own chair to no, the event. Yeah, because the fucking chairs there suck, and people if they go there would understand that the <laughs> chairs there suck if you're a big dude. But anyway, we were all sitting there like, wait a minute, the ed- the edge of his. He's only gonna need the edge sense. of his seat. Like, oh, we only needed the edge of his seat for the show. I was like, the chair. And then Brandon work was still confused about it. Yeah, Brandon's like, what? <laughs> what is he talking about? Like I, all three of us, me, me, Dave, and our buddy Andrew are sitting there laughing hysterically, and Brandon's just like, what? Uh, I was like, no, it's not funny. Guy. Like, screw All right, you. so let me give my opinion. I've been watching Chikar for a very long time. I've been a huge Mike Quackenbush fan. Huge. Yes. So going to a Chikar uh, event, I used to always tell Chris that I wanted to go to Chikar in Philadelphia, and we have to go check it out. So now that they're on our uh, um, home, home turf, turf, they're on Long Island, we had to go oh, see uh, it. I thought it was great. I thought it lived up to my expectations. It was all gimmick matches. Uh, not gimmick matches, but the characters were all gimmicks. And it was exactly what I expected and exactly what I hoped. And also, too, like that plays into, uh, you know, fam- family-friendly wrestling. Mm-hmm. Which Even is down to the holy shit the ho- Yeah, holy, holy poop. Holy poop chance. Holy poop chance. But that, you know, that played into it. You know, where they came out with all the sparklers and streamers beforehand and just, like started that quizzing. That could go fuck itself, too. Why? Why, thought- why would you go fuck that? But that that gets the gets You're, that gets the crowd involved, exactly. you know. Also, there was too, that, no warning whatsoever that there were going to be. Oh, that's that's why he doesn't like because he got a little startled. Oh, oh poor Brandon! It's like, oh my god, the streamers, girls! Oh, oh my god! He's just like, oh, it scared me. Oh, but that plays the family friendly. You know, they're going out asking people questions. Oh, if you win, you get to go in first and you get a prize pack, which is great. They let a bunch of kids in before me, which is pissed off about. Talk about later. Um. But I, I think that it was great. I think it got the because you you we we were late, waiting online for a very long time and it was very cold outside. So they brought these people out there to keep us entertained, to keep us busy for the fifteen more and minutes that kind, they needed. What kind of shit was that even? Where the fucking oh, if you're a fucking fan club member, you get to go in first. But that also yeah, that. that's you should say that they rep, they did say that. Before yeah. we got there Why would they say that before? What is it going to make a difference? You're still going to get online To get ahead of everybody else I mean what There, there was like what 150 people there max? Yeah Alright so let the 10 people Get ahead of you Who cares? You're still going to sit front row Yeah did, we have, did, did you have good seats Chris? I had great Well I didn't have great seats Because you had you had to sit on the end Because I had to sit Yeah we could have sat pole. other places We could have sat other places But we didn't what? But it didn't take It didn't take away from if anything it added Yeah Yeah because I was right there And certain things happened With a pole in front of your face? Yeah Actually yeah okay Yeah if you want to say that Yeah But we You know it didn't take away From me us having a good time It was great man Matches. You know, we're in the MYWC Sportatorium. NYWC got shown there with Francis Kiplin Stevens, the nerd, the hip-hop nerd faced against Cobalt. I think that was a good match. I thought that was a great match, and that yeah. just kind of shows you that, like, that's an organization there for where Francis, like, belongs. Just with that gimmick. You know, he Absolutely, was behind. Yeah. There was an Argyle Sox chant going on. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. I think that he, if he wrestled for them more often, he would definitely get over with the fans at the Chikara, their home turf. Yeah. I mean, he was extremely over that. with the NYWC fans. Yeah, well, I, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah. I wonder why. Well, 
Um, great, you know, great action all around. You had tag wrestling too with 3.0 Scott Parker and Shane Matthews going over Mr. Touchdown and Dasher Hatfield. I thought that was a really funny match. I thought Shane Matthews was just hilarious during that match. I, yeah, I, th- I liked I liked them. I mean, they may be from Canada, but <laughs> they were they were fun to watch. Yeah. You know, they were interacting with the crowd itself. They, they joked a lot during the match, and I thought that with it being a uh, Chikara, I thought it really it made it more. Um, fun to be around absolutely and your your boy dasher gave me some props with uh my beard oh yeah after. walking out <laughs> yeah. how is he my my boy i was both of your boys okay how's he okay. both how's he <laughs> both of our boys is your your company <laughs> yeah i uh we I don't mean, like like uh aaron stevens is your boy like yeah. Sandow. Sandow. Oh, okay. Um, you also had, you know, we we mentioned Cole Cabana facing Sammy Callahan, and this t- and on Chikara, first time all, first time ever, Ultramantis Black and Cole Cabana faced off in maybe like the funnest experience that I've ever had at a wrestling event. This was definitely a match that I know personally that you were marking out over when you first heard. I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Ultramantis Black fan and I'm a big Cole Cabana fan. So this lived up to everything that you wanted with that match. Yeah, it did. You know what? Because also too, like we know like Ultramantis Black isn't, you know, isn't the biggest like comedic wrestler. Yes, he does things here and there, but then he came, he came into Cole Cabana's world and that whole match then you and then once the match started flourishing, mm-hmm. you were able to see these guys work and show how technically sound both they are. And the, I the, think I think even before the the match started was was great. Yeah, with the with with the kid. <laughs> see? Yeah. And if we didn't sit by that pole, I wouldn't be yeah. 2 feet away from uh, yeah, Cole Cabana. Yeah, you would have made friends with a fucking 8-year-old. Yeah, I well, yeah. yeah well, you guys talking about you know about punching <laughs> this, and kicking this Pokemon punching on card yeah I got, oh i have that i got ca- i got candy for you little kid oh i've got candy i like how oh, let, let me let me let me Cabana asked uh ultraman's is black if that that was his kid yeah <laughs> as racist as that was but that wasn't racist how is that racist because he was a little african-american boy Oh, I yeah. I don't think, I think he, it was Puerto Rican. Uh, whatever, oh, whatever he was. Like, you can, you, yeah, it's you, not racist. Yeah, it's not, it's not racist. Uh, he, hey, the, the mother may be of, you know, different yeah. descent than white, white old Ultramantis Black over there, or Mantis-like Ultramantis Black. Um... But I just thought it was just funny. It was just fun to watch. Yeah. It was overall it was overall just a great match, and that was the highlight of the match. Yes, Chuck Taylor coming out and telling a kid that he was going to come out after the match and stab him repeatedly, and I think it was the same kid. I love that. There, that's one of the reasons Chuck Taylor I'm a big fan of. What's up, Shelly? Um, I'm a big Chuck, Chuck Taylor fan. I always have, have been. I love watching the clips because every time he comes out, He'll just randomly turn to a little kid and just yell at him. And the kid will what? get scared shitless. Well, so you're a big fan of what? Chuck Taylor. The shoes? Yeah. I wore them on a constant basis. Yeah, no, the wrestler, if you were paying attention to On a to converse it. basis? I, no, I think that was the match of Brandon fell asleep during. Yeah, no, Brandon, Brandon was very match. bored during a few matches. He I fell actually, asleep during that No, he actually said that match sucked. Which match? That's, that's, Chuck Taylor? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't impressed with that. I Absolutely. thought it was great. So why weren't you impressed with that? Come on, I speak your truth feelings. I was more impressed with other matches that that were on the card. All right. Can't back it up. Well, argue. Can't stand the heat. Get out of the kitchen. Get out um, of the cult zone. We, yeah, get out of the cult zone, which was great, too. That was great, yeah. Um, eight-man tag match between Mike Quackenbush, Jigsaw, and The Colony. 
That was a great match. Yeah, versus yeah. you have to let me finish who else oh, was in sorry, the match sorry. there, Dave. Tim Donst, Jacob Hammermeyer, and the Bateri, which was... The Bateri are so small. Can I say it now? Yeah. That was a great match. Yeah, there you go. It was. <laughs> and also, too, being right in front of that pole that we were sitting right by, and if you've been to the NYWC Sportatorium, you know which one it is. The one that probably gets in your way. Yeah, you absolutely. Side. You got to see... Fire and climb up that thing. There's no rungs on this, ladies and gentlemen. There's no rungs it's, on that. It's thing. just it's a pole. It's just it's a, a it's a it's a probably fucking pole. Yeah, it's a it's painted a, black. Are you just gonna imi- copy everything that he says? He said it was painted black. Yeah, I was about to, and then you cut me off. All right, but so let's just cut Fire Ant climbing up this thing and dives off onto everybody, which we all thought was incredible. It was so random. I did not expect that at all. All I did was look to the right and I see him climbing. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. It was it was a lot of it was a lot of fun that match. But the 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 big thing out of that match was the invasion angle that they played Absolutely. with with all of these masked wrestlers, masked wrestlers. and yeah, for and like this yellow ants also too coming in. Just all these masked wrestlers just beating up the entire Chicago locker room. Which was they climbed they broke through the barricade and just started beating the crap out of them and left them all. Yeah, where's the they, they people. from all over too? Yeah, it was all it was crazy. Every angle. Every angle, it was it was it was wild. But like, th- that's the good thing about Chikar. They can have like events all over the place, but all, their storyline will culminate. I guess maybe because like they need. I don't want to say they need a new stable, but they need like a bigger stable. Like you know, for the past couple of years, they've had the BDK. So they, I think they're trying to maybe do something new. Well, with I mean, all they mass have, wrestlers. the colony is a stable. They have a few stables. Well, like but, the BDK was ginormous. Oh yeah, they they dominated everybody. What's BBK? Brandon's big cock. BDK. <laughs> what? BDK. Oh, BDK. Yeah, there you go. So let's get on to the main event, which was the Grand Championship being defended for the first time in Chikara history, which was cool to sit in on. It and didn't even start right away. I, I think it was pretty um, awesome to be in person for the first yeah. defense of it. It got brutal before the bell even rang. Between, right. you know, as we mentioned before, the, the segue, Eddie Kingston and Vin Gerard. Yeah, it was just all over the place, all over the NYWC Sportatorium. There was that added stipulation that if Vin Gerard doesn't win, he'll retire from uh, pro wrestling. Was it pro wrestling or was it Chikara? No, I think it was Chikara. Chikara? Yeah. Okay. So. so he could definitely take bookings elsewhere. And you really think on the on the first uh, defense well, that he was going to lose the grand championship? No. Come Absolutely on, no. Well, to be, I, I saw in, uh, on Twitter Vin Gerard was posting some invite to a party that he was having for his retirement. So I don't. I think it may be from pro wrestling. So Dave might be going there to uh, yes. hang out with them and spread the marketing out name. Definitely. Yes. Uh, but it was. A, I, I, I thought, thought it was I a good. Eddie match. was going to take my chair. Actually, Brandy got a little I, startled. The game. I was holding on to that shit. I was like, that motherfucker they, they better started, not touch they, my Brandon chair. was staying seated, and then Eddie Kingston was coming up right behind, and I was just like, Brandon, you got to get up. You should have gave him the chair. No hell no. Are you fucking kidding me? You know how expensive that chair was. And you, bucks. you and you returned it right after. So what does it matter? Oh, I didn't return it right after. That was the one at Psycho Circus. Oh, okay. Yeah. There we go. All I right. Had, I had my brother return it for me. <laughs> but it was a, it was a great event. I'm looking forward to them coming back to Long Island. I know they're coming into into Manhattan. Um, in May, May twentieth. Yeah, I would definitely, May. definitely, we should definitely try to get tickets to that because it was a fun experience. Yeah, it was and, a lot of fun. And like of, of all independent wrestling, that would be something I could definitely see myself going to again. You know, there's all. You're as, a child. Yeah, that's I'm right. I'm a child. Or because we actually enjoy pro wrestling and we uh, no, we don't we don't we enjoy characters and gimmicks that don't involve team extreme. Which why I want to go to ROH, Dragon Gate, Evolve. 
You don't want to go to that. Dragon Gate and Evolve. We had to convince yeah. you to get tickets. I'd say Brandon, you, you oh, schmuck. Dave, Dave Finley is wrestling. Let's go now. Yeah. The okay. Are on. Okay. Now the Yankees are blowing right. cocks right now. Now the Giants are winning a Super Bowl. That's right. They won the Super Bowl. But, you know, as you mentioned ROH, ROH this Sunday on iPay-Per-View at the Manhattan Center, a.k.a. Hammerstein Ballroom, will be having their will be having their 10th anniversary show. And for a 10th anniversary show, I have to say, I mean, this is a little lackluster. I mean, yes, they have all their stars now that are on there, but they should definitely try to bring back some guys. Yeah, well, they're calling it Young Wolves Rising. I know, I but mean, still, like, you you know, you don't have Colcabana on the card. El Generico's not on the card either. Yeah. You know, Eddie Kingston, the grand champion of Chikara, was a member of the ROH roster. Why isn't he on the card? Does nope. Colcabana even do anything with ROH anymore? No, he doesn't There's do anything. No, no since, d- they, since they moved over to uh, Sinclair Broadcasting Group. Do he- we know why? Like, what... Happen with that? No clue. I guess they want no more Smash Mouth style wrestling. Than there's they no, like, there's, no there's Daisy Hayes, no like, Sarah Del Rey. Yeah. There's a reason why I don't want to go to Ring of Honor because no, of that. Because, no he hates, because he hates the fans. There's no no Who hates the fans. <laughs> no Daisy yeah. Hayes. There's no they don't have any of that old uh, the older wrestlers. Yeah, so it doesn't even feel like it's like a big tenth anniversary show. You know, whereas, like, with WrestleMania 10, they went back to the Madison Square Garden. You know, it, it should feel like it should have more, you know, star power to it. But, I mean, it's it's a jacked-up it's a jacked up card. I mean, It does a couple, have star power, too. It, I mean, I mean got... it does have star power, but it doesn't, it doesn't have, like, the nostalgia factor. Whereas, like, with other promotions, would definitely bring in, like, all their old guys and stuff I mean, like I that. Mean, yeah, instead, all they really, do is They're bringing Green in Homicide. Out. They're bringing in Homicide. I mean, but that's really... Jay Lethal's there. Yeah, but he's not. I mean, he is one he of is. the. But still, he's one of their. He's he, one of their stars now. The, yeah, he would be there no matter what. I mean, I, a lot of people have been talking about it. One person in particular, I found it amazing that Dixie Carter of a TNA Impact fame tweeted congratulations to, to Ring of Honor on having ten years. It, it should be like, hey, Ring of Honor, thank thank you very much for letting us steal all of your talents. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, if, if she's going to tweet out that, she should let AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels, you know, go to the show, maybe have a partner or something, but I know she probably doesn't want to get them injured. Um, I mean, the Young Bucks, <laughs> Young Bucks are on the card. They got booked. Yeah, well, they got booted from Impact yeah. Wrestling as well. Um, yeah. I mean, it, there's a lot of stuff to talk about Ring of Honor. Like, I've been kind of saving before we get into the predictions of the entire card. Yeah. Um, one has been with Ring of Honor talents. A lot of guys, you know, have been underneath the radar. We mentioned, you know, Chris Hero has been just been signed to a developmental deal with uh, WWE, Claudio Castagnoli as well. And also, too, it's, it's become up that apparently Ring of Honor has been blocking the WWE from offering contracts to certain wrestlers, uh, in particular Adam Cole and also the, the Briscoe Brothers, their tag team champions right now. I think this story was leaked to the internet wrong. Why do you think that was leaked to the internet wrong? Because how, how, how did it contract? Come? I know, but you know, with let me let me read you a, a quote from the COO of Ring of Honor, Jeff Koff, who's also you know the COO of Sinclair Broadcasting. He said, "I'd like to believe our guys are content to wrestle with the Ring of Honor brand strategy and work, but I but I don't I wouldn't want them to stop if the WWE came calling. That's the pinnacle. There's no different than working. Right. It's no different from working Triple A ball and the Big Show, Major League Baseball, if Major League Baseball calls them." So he like the COO of Ring of Honor is saying like, hey, if the WWE offers some contracts, let them go. I think that's different. I really do. I feel like a contract's a contract. 
I know, but you know, if triple, if you're a triple A baseball, you're only in triple A baseball to get to the major leagues. Yeah, but also too, you're in an independent, smaller level company because the main goal for every single wrestler, even John Silver said it, him being a smaller guy, he's like the main goal is the WWE. So if these guys have a contract, I mean, look at it's, look at what Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson had a contract with the with Ring of Honor. Let, let, I'm sorry. And then he went over to WWE. There was no there was no if ands or buts about it because they know there's new stars. There's new guys that have to still keep coming up. So but with- per, per, perhaps Brian Danielson had All right, cool story. Uh, didn't but have I don't, a contract. I don't think that I think that it everybody's goal no matter which way you look at it to make the make WWE. Everybody. 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 As you're a kid, you're watching. What do you watch? Even Freight Train WWE. wants to make it to the WWE. Freight Train's going to make it to the WWE. Oh yeah, sorry. But yeah, I think that's everybody. Every single wrestler, that's their goal. Nobody says, "Well, I want to go." No, in in with baseball, nobody says, "You know what? I'm going to make it to Triple A." They say, "I'm going to make it to the MLB." Yeah, I mean it's the same thing with wrestling. Gonna Nobody make it to the big show. I mean, yeah, some people may say I'm going to make it to Ring of Honor, and but then after that, maybe some always, people need to lower their standards. I'm going to make it to the WWE. It's yeah, absolutely. Apparent. We see that all the time. I see a lot of people saying that shit, and it's like, I don't know. What is it like? What don't it's you like know? lower your standards. I think you should be happy where you are as of right now. So if you were just working shows, so your ultimate goal, let's say, Brent, let's 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 work out a scenario here. You're an independent wrestler. You work a, you deliver pizzas during the weekday, and you work shows. Thursday through Sunday. So you deliver pizzas Monday through Wednesday, and you're oh, I'm content with this. How big is my tip? All right, now let's talk actually reality. Yeah, let's talk reality here. It doesn't matter about there your tip. There are guys. Look at Sammy Callahan, though. Alex Reynolds said it. Cole Cabana. But uh, but Cole they're Cabana. Guys, like, they don't have their. They're content. Yes, Cole Cabana went to WWE, and and that was his major goal, and that was something that he's always wanted to do was be in the WWE. He was in the WWE. It didn't. Okay, it didn't work out for him, but you know the WWE can come calling. He's had tryout matches. He's had dark matches since. But what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is, if everyone shoots for the sky, they're not going to get it. Well, who the if fuck you are you? I mean, negative you gotta, Nancy over you gotta, here. You got to shoot for this. You got to shoot for the not the sky, but you got to shoot for the stars. You got to reach. You have to reach your dreams and your goals. I mean, what are you gonna? Yeah, but, what do you have no goals? Do you have no dreams? I mean, you can't settle in life. You, you really can't. You, listen, you, listen, you're not gonna be Gregory Iron inside of the Royal Rumble because of a Twitter petition. You're not going to be these guys dreaming to be in these big, big places. And who's and, to say no? They had Zach Gowan. Yeah, but Zach Gowan was a mistake. How was he a mistake? They used the, the wrong one-legged wrestler. Who are they supposed to use then? I don't know. They used the wrong one. Same with Colin Delaney. Oh, good argument. He used the wrong guy. Good argument right there. He They used the wrong but one. But still, those guys – okay, but still, those guys are continuing to sh- succeed and to stride. You know, going back to – let's get off this topic right now because I want to talk about a little different topic before we get into our predictions is, you know, uh, ROH blocking the contract of Adam Cole. You know, Adam Cole is just is, – is an interesting subject just to begin with because he's not – he doesn't fit that cookie-cutter build that everybody thinks Vince McMahon likes, which then got me to thinking about the WWE Network. Apparently, they're going to have an entire cruiserweight show. So, Adam Cole – they could be trying to sign Adam Cole, get him underneath a development contract to start working on that show. 
Which they're even saying that the WWE Network won't even be ready to be released till November now. Which is fine. So they get some of these guys under contracts, start working the WWE style of wrestling. Also, too, Dragon Gate is going to be in Miami Wrestle- WrestleMania weekend. You don't think they're going to have scouts down there looking at people? You'd be stupid not to think that. You could, like, I, I, I've been looking through this entire... I made a list yesterday. I did, like, a lot of research on this. Just, like, the guys alone that, like, just in WWE, mm-hmm. you know, you could put in, on this Cruiserweight show. You could put Daniel Bryan, even though he's the World Heavyweight Champion right now. Hell, put Christian in there. And then you can put, like, Hunico, Primo, Epico, you know, Sin Cara if he comes back, Tyson Kidd. And then you look at Dragon Gate guys. Well, low-key. Yes, low-key's been under a developmental contract, but you don't think he's striding and trying to succeed to get another contract, Brandon? <sighs> Sammy Callahan, low we talked... Key? Yeah. You know who that is, right? Caval. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, we have to use WWE names for Brandon to understand. That's no, right. fuck you, David. He, he, he fucking wanted he was out with of Layla. WWE. He was with Layla. Yeah, but you know what? Maybe re-sign him for this Cruiserweight show. Sammy Didn't Callahan. Did he not want to be in WWE? That's it, Sammy Callahan. Uh, Akira Tozawa, if, you, if you're familiar with Akira Tozawa. I don't know if Sammy Callahan would fit the Cruiserweight uh, mold. I don't think he is a Cruiserweight. Yes, he does fly, but I don't think he would fit with but they're But, but they're, they're looking for more of that 200-pound mark. Yeah. Is what they're looking for, more of a Cruiserweight than exactly. doing. Like off high flying style, but but Sammy Taylor Callahan, also. But Sammy Callahan is around two ninety, two seventy eight. What? How much is he? Two hundred. Two hundred. All right, but still, Bam Rusty. For some reason, I thought he weighed more. Uh, you, okay, you, so then you have you have guys like that in the Dragon Gate promotion that they could be looking at Miami weekend, and then you also have guys in the developmental system. Dean Ambrose, this Japanese guy Jiro, and then Xavier Wood. You put all these guys in a package on a giant show. I think more people will watch that over Monday Night Raw because a you know all these guys can go, and b it's just b. I feel like I you find. have to have b, that. Brandon excuse. I feel like go. that you have to have that. Um, that's that love for wrestling, though, because as we not many people like Brandon doesn't like Chikara wrestling. Not many people like Dragon Gate wrestling in the not Japanese style where, where these Oops. people, where these wrestlers will go at it, but they, they won't sell that much. I, I will knock you down to the mat, but right away, not even a second, you'll be right back up to hit, take another move. Not but many I think that's what that they're trying to pace. go. I think that they're trying to go for it if they're going to be doing a, cr- a cruiserweight show. I, I think it's going to take a little bit to get um, the fan support behind that because they're so used to the WWE uh, way of life, uh-huh. uh, way in the, of life in the ring. Mm-hmm. But I think it could happen. I think it could end up being better. Than SmackDown. And, yeah. Hey, I like SmackDown. But yeah. Adam Cole's one of those guys that apparently they had on their radar who's, you know, his thing was blocked. So let's get into our predictions for Ring of Honor 10th anniversary after we just argued and tell that everybody can't succeed in life. Um, we'll start off homicide, wrestling Mike Bennett with Maria, lovely, lovely Maria in his corner. And Bob Evans. And Bob Evans. Who do we think? Bra- Braden, you can go first. Brandon, Brandon, you there? Yeah, I'm there. David, David. The Whoa, one who doesn't get any one. hot women. Good one. Okay, Homicide or Mike Bennett? I'm going to go to Prodigy. Okay. I'm going Mike Bennett, too. Yeah, I think I'm, we're going across the board with this one. Cause it's just like, he's on his way to winning the TV title. Yes. Or the, the, or the, tele- or the television. Well, for right now, like the yeah. I think the short-term goal is for him to win the, the television title. Yeah. So I think they they need him to beat something somebody reparable somebody reparable within the Ring of Honor history and that person being Homicide. You have a rematch from uh, Glory by Honor when the All Night Express is going to be facing the world's greatest tag team. Wrestling, wrestling's <laughs> greatest tag I know, team. It's so difficult. I'm sorry, Brandon. You can go first again. I'm gonna go with the. I don't know. I don't want to go first. But you've been oh, going first you all day. Go first. No, I'm good. 
Oh, go figure. Go okay, figure. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say All Night Express. Yeah, I'm following. Hensing the name Young Wolves Rising. You need younger, hungrier guys. Yep. I'm going. You know, there you go. Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas. You don't. Do you not think that Charlie Be- Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas, after WWE came knocking tomorrow, said, "Hey guys, we want to use you. Put the tag team titles on you guys. Surround our entire tag team division around you." You don't think they'd be like, "No, I'm happy at Ring of Honor." Charlie Haas has an, has another kid coming away. You don't think that going to the WWE and making that extra money isn't going to help them out? No, no, not, they're going to Ring of Honor. That's not. Why would that help them? They're out? not saying that. Like, oh, I want. They're kids. No, it's different. Yeah. All right, well, well played. Right well played. Now, well played. All right, I'm going all night express. Is, yeah, I, I said want that WWE. Right. Yeah. All right. Who are I'm you choosing? For WWE. I'm sure they're more than content where they are okay, right now. Okay. Who are you choosing? Enough with your bullshit. <laughs> It's not funny. Who it's are you choosing? All Night Express. Wow. Brandon. All right. So then we have uh, a nice special attraction match. You're going to have Amazing Red making his Ring of Honor uh, return. And TJ Perkins versus the House of Truth with Roderick Strong and Mike Elgin. I'm going to take this first, and I'm going to say the House of Truth. I hate following you, but House of Truth. After, after seeing all these returning wrestlers and them lose their returning match, I, it's hard not to go. This, to is a, this might be this might be a show stealer. I have to admit though, because you know T.J. Perkins and Amazing Red are very high flyers, and Roger Strong can hold up with the best of them. Definitely, Michael Elgin's making a name for himself too. Absolutely, Young Wolves Rising. Brandon, got to go with Tyler Perry presents Half the Truth. <laughs> Okay, no holds barred, no DQs. The two most evil men in professional wrestling, wrestling's worst nightmare, Kevin Steen, will be taking on Jimmy Jacobs in a grudge match. Steen. I'm saying Steen, too. You know what? I'm going to switch it up on you guys. I'm going Jacobs. I think he's going to break everything that he's strived toward with his uh, changing himself and everything. I think he's going to snap that night. We saw in his most recent promo that he was going to snap with his uh, with his railroad. Uh, Kevin Steen's huge. He is huge, but don't let size fool you. With that metal, with that, <laughs> with that <laughs> that's spike. A, that's what Dave says to women all the time. With that spike, I think he's going to win it. There will be a lot of blood in that match. There will be a lot Something of blood. Something else he also says to women. <laughs> I didn't think uh, it was a good for you. Um, TV titles on the line when Tommaso Ciampa is going to be facing Jay Lethal. See, okay, I've got a predicament here. Tommaso Ciampa I, is on a warpath right now, undefeated right now, I believe, in Ring of Honor. And this is maybe this is a good scenario. Tommaso Ciampa, I'm going to say, is winning the TV title. I agree. Yeah? Yeah, but- I think he's going to win it. Especially but, with, sorry. what are you going to do with Mike Bennett then when he's on his way to the TV title? Are you going to have him job out the Ciampa and ruin everything that he's strived for recently? Well, as I said before, who's to say Mike Bennett can't just go straight for the Ring of Honor championship? He, I think he does have that potential. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm saying there's no winner of this match. Really? What, 15-minute yeah. time limit expires? No, or some sort of disqualification or something. You have the Embassy LTD. They yeah, interfere and get the embassy called. is uh, out there. The tag team titles are going to be on the line when the champion Briscoes are going to be defending against Matt and Nick Jackson and the Young Bucks. Hmm. There's going to be no code of honor in this match, though. You know what? Yes, Nobody got the joke. Young, Young Wolves Rising. 
but I am going with Briscoes. Hell yeah, Briscoes. I'm going to drink me some Jim Beam and drink some fucking Bud Light, Bud Ices. Man Bud up. Light Limes. Man up. I'm going to go with, I'm gonna go with uh, Briscoe Brothers, too. Briscoe Brothers 2000. Yeah. You know, I heard they own a body shop somewhere. No, I'm kidding. Yet, yet again, oh. we're talking about professional wrestling, and Brandon's re- re- correlating it to sports entertainment. The main yeah, okay. event of the 10th anniversary of Ring of Honor will have Davey Richards and Kyle O'Reilly. No? Yeah, and Kyle yeah, O'Reilly Kyle versus O'Reilly. Eddie Edwards and Adam Cole, man we spoke about yeah. recently, has been under... Under the eye of WWE. Under the eye of sports entertainment. Who do we think is going to be here? I'm going to go with Eddie Edwards and Adam Cole. I'm going with it. Really? Yeah, I'm going with them too. Yeah. How come? I think that Eddie Edwards is building himself up, plus Davey Richards being over in Japan often. I think that Eddie Edwards needs a win over Davey Richards. I think so too. But I'm not. I'm, not, I'm, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you like a BS, you know, point point of view. We'll just call it the Brandon point of view. No, don't. Okay, I won't. All right. Okay, um, Brandon, what's your point of view then on this? No, I just I would have assumed that Davy Richards would have actually pinned. So who going who in. says it's a tag match? So who says Davy Richards gets pinned or or Eddie Edwards gets pinned? What do you mean? Yeah, Davy Richards can pin Adam Cole. Yeah, right. But I'm saying or I Adam think Cole can pin Kyle O'Reilly. Exactly what's going to happen. So who do you think is going to win? Davy Richards. Oh. And. And who who is his tag team partner? You got to tell me. <laughs> I don't watch ROH, so fuck you. Why? It's great, fast-paced Kyle wrestling. O'Reilly. It's not All your right. cup of tea, so now, it's not like it's it's bad wrestling. Who, who are you choosing, Eddie Edwards? Yeah, I, told, right. I said Eddie. All right, I want to find out what your thoughts are. You have the uh, David Richards tenth anniversary show. He is the Ring of Honor champion. What is your view about him being a tag team match and not actually defending his Ring of yeah, Honor championship? We spoke about this about 15 minutes ago. I don't but think we'll, so. Well, yeah, you... But we'll, uh, we'll speak about it again. I think I don't like it. It's the 10th anniversary show. You should be defending against somebody. Like, talk to, talk to TNA about getting AJ Styles in. Davey Richards versus AJ Styles in a dream match for the ROH title. Have it, Davey Richards go over AJ Styles. What a great main event that would be. That would put the butts in the seats. Hell yeah. And what about you, Brandon? Do you don't not, not like it because you don't like Ring of Honor? No, I don't mind it because I honestly don't think that a champion always has to defend his title, his championship. Well, but, but it's a 10th anniversary show. So? I feel like this... this WrestleMania was, a, was the 25th anniversary, and that sucked. To the untrained eye. But anyway, let's get into shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. All right, it's Dave the Rave that all those skank juice chuggers crave, and we're gonna. I'm here with your shameless plugs. Numero uno is gonna go to CJ Esparza. Go follow him at CJ underscore Esparza. He's gonna be in a zero gravity match against his tag team partner, who is my second shameless plug. Brett Kakia, and he, they will be facing each other at PWS Supercard of Honor. Go buy tickets. 1-800-838-3006. Supercard of Honor? Supercard? Yeah, Supercard of Honor. Ha, Supercard 2012. Kakia, go follow him at Kakia309. And then number three is Nick, a fellow Mark on Twitter. Go follow him at who is Nick Bueno. Who is Nick Bueno? We don't know because he just tweets to us and we don't. Muy uh, bueno. Yeah. Bueno. Good shout outs, Dave. And Brandon, who are we? Uh, shameless plug, sorry. And Brandon, who are we shouting out? <laughs> Brandon! 
first shout out is going to someone whose name used to be mentioned almost every show, and we already mentioned him earlier. Cole Cabana gets this one. He's hilarious, and he's a great wrestler. Second one goes to William Regal. Matt Stryker appointed him the general manager of NXT this week, and I think it suits him well. It's a position he's familiar with, and it should make NXT even more exciting. Sounds like he's reading right off the card. Yeah. Oh, right. Who, who is yours this, The Rock? Didn't, yours didn't sound like that. Who, I'm giving that. Oh, who is this, The Rock? All right, keep on going, Rocky. I'm roasted, asshole. <laughs> and I don't think that we – I really didn't think that we would talk about this earlier, which we didn't. So my last shout-out goes to Kelly Kelly for that high-pinning bridge that she pulled on Brie Bella N. I mean – Bella Twin N. Yeah, because that takes a lot of talent. Yeah. I can't. Dude, come on. That was a high bridge. you never seen something that big before. That high. Yeah, I, 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 went to the, I went to the Golden Gate Bridge. What about that? Uh, and Dave, the, 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 the skank juice chuggers? You, you don't think they Dave... bridge pretty uh, nicely. Yeah. What? Those skank juice chuggers. You don't think they know how to bridge? They definitely do. Get enough skank juice in them, they'll bridge all night long. They will. What is, what is skank juice? And now it's time for our. Markout moment of the week. Markout moment of the week. And I think the markout moment of the week, for collectively for me and Dave, Brandon, I think was falling asleep, was definitely the high spot from Fire Ants at Chikara caught in a spider's den. Um, not, you know, jumping off, and we were so close to it, all, all of us were just jumping up yeah, and down. Pretty much right underneath it. And we, as I said before, had no clue, didn't expect it. Got got all, got me and Chris on our feet. Yep. Well, I yeah, like that's what the weird thing about those events are because like you know they're family friendly. So I don't want to be like an Uber Mark sitting in the front row, be like, oh my god, oh my god, like you know, yes, like, like last week's Mark on Moment of the Week. Well, that was awesome. I'm sorry, Yoshitanek. That's our show for this week. Thank you very much for listening yet again. Markingout.com. You can find all the episodes, comment, listen to them, download them. Facebook.com/slash Markingout at Markingout on Twitter. And we wish you the <clears throat> best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a good week. Go subscribe don't, on iTunes. Don't drink shamrock shakes. <laughs>